0: Episode 6. Tagrin. Tagrin had no time to worry about the words that Ahi yelled as the creature was closing in. He was already splitting his focus, trying to keep Carrot invisible while readying his next spell. And so when the running corpse was within reach, he blinked. And where once he stood in front of the standing coffin, the human revenant ran through. It was now an empty space of nothing but a thin, shimmery vapor cloud, for Tagarin had misty-stepped away. The revenant had not lost momentum, however, and thus tumbled into the casket, sending it toppling back so that it landed open and face up with the creature prone inside. Without a sign of a presence, the reinforced casket door swung closed, and the many iron locks began locking. When Tagren was sure the job was done, he was relieved he could drop his concentration on the human carrot who bravely executed the locking of the door. Quickly now, heave! Dreadfire yelled and the two paladins jumped from behind cover to grab the thrashing coffin. Over the cliff and into the water. She'll survive the fall and live out the rest of her days without air on her skin. It's all going exactly how Dreadfire said, Tagren thought. He hopped onto one of the sides of the casket to help, what little he could in the lifting, and they headed for the cliff. Wait, please wait, Ah, Ahi beckoned for them. You can't toss her off. Right away, Tagra knew why. He had noticed the orange colors of the house of Jen and had a suspicion that the revenant would likely try and find the most recent corpse as a host. Shit, Tell me that's not Lady Jen in there, her face said it all. Well, what would you have us do now, Ahi? Tagren felt the coffin bash him mildly on the head. Damn it. We had a plan. I know. I know. But she's captured. The cliff is overkill. It's precisely the perfect amount of kill. Dreadfire had accounted for this. Dreadfire spoke up to assist in Tagren's plea. That's right. Judging from our battle with the Revenant, it has the power in its strikes to bust steel. These reinforced elements may not be enough on their own, but underwater... Her strikes will face some fluid resistance. Then we will reinforce it, just please. He must have a body to mourn. Besk is a strong man and a good man, but he loved his wife. He loved her more than I have seen anyone love another. Tagrin could feel a glint of jealousy creep within him as he saw the way she spoke about the Archduke. Right, so suppose we re-reinforce. Then what? We bury her back in her crypt. The Jen family has their own land in the graveyard, so the sounds of a revenant tossing in the grave won't bother the common folk. Just please. It's only until the revenant runs its course then the body will be set to rest again. Her remains can't be cast and lost into the ocean. It may be out of earshot from the common folk, but what will Basque think when he finds her gravesite like this? Maybe we should kill her, and try again when the revenant takes another body. It's too risky. We might not be able to capture it again, Ahi countered. Tagrin couldn't believe it. He was going to agree with her. He felt sick. He felt like this would end in disaster. But alas, he conceded and the paladins followed suit. Carrot seemed uninterested either way. But Tagrin carried the sick feeling with him all the way back to the graveyard where they worked with the coffin maker to further reinforce the box. The revenant will be for a year, or until its vengeance is quenched." Tagrin started slowly grasping at the straws of thought that he tried to organize. "...until its vengeance is quenched. Who is to say the vengeance must be quenched by only our deaths? What if we could correct the wrong it felt it was violated with?" "...what do you mean? We can't go back in time." Dreadfire was trying to help Tagrin arrive at his point. "...what if we fulfill what he asked of us? What if we found his wife? She's likely dead, Tagarin. Dreadfire finished digging and tossed the shovel to the side before climbing out of the grave. Tagarin offered a hand to Dread to help him out of the hole. Yes, but her kidnappers are likely alive and well, living unhaunted by this revenant. Maybe he killed them first. They were standing side by side now over the excavated grave. I don't think so. Carrot was standing next to a statue of a previous king that marked a large crypt. Revenants are born out of a singular focus. That is likely why it did not attack until the three of you were together. The goal was never to pick you off, but to kill you all. To kill those who wronged him in life. She's ready. Ah, he called to Dredd to help Ronas carry the now even heavier casket down to the hole. Tagran helped guide them to find their mark, not relieving them of any of the poundage. Maybe we can redirect the blame back where it belongs. Back to the strange goblins, as he called them. Maybe we should shut the fuck up and figure out what we're going to tell Besk. Ronas had a way of striking at the heart of a conversation's purpose. The rest of them thought on his words in relative silence, and together, under the cool shift of the setting sun, they buried the shaking coffin.